Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our fall road tour powered by Toro, Jobber, Entrepreneur Academy, and Ballard Products. We are traveling the Midwest, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Paul Jamison here with Naylor Taliaferro from LCR Media. What's up, Naylor? What's going on? And we're interviewing Kevin Fall River, also joined with Blake Hawthorne here. We're actually up in the office at Blake's awesome shop here in Arkansas. Going to get some uh, dinner here tonight, a little hibachi action after today's episode. So if this is the shortest podcast you've ever heard, <laughs> I'm starving, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, what are you going to get, Naylor? Chicken, steak? Uh, I'm pumped up. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to choose. I kind of... I kind of like them all. I have to make that decision when I'm actually there, that last minute decision, but it's all good. Anything on that hibachi grill, you know? Yeah. It's good. Oh man, it's going to be awesome. So we're going to continue to hear Kevin Fall River's story, which is very, very unique. He purchased his company, uh, which is very rare in our industry, how he got his uh, origin uh, there and got started. And uh, he's actually considering possibly selling his company. We'll hear more about that coming right up. From start to finish, Toro has you covered with an all-new professional lineup. Check out the Z-Master 4000 zero-turn mower. Equipped with Horizon 360, there's also a new Z-Master 2000. Grandstand multi-force attachments for every season. And a new 21-inch, 60-volt, heavy-duty walk mower. For more information, go to toro.com slash professional. Toro.com slash professional. Ballard Innovative Products is a full line of gear for the lawn and landscape professional. From mower gear, safety gear, trailer racks, equipment securement, equipment servicing tools, aerators, mower blades, and much more to make you efficient, effective, safe, and profitable in the field. Be sure to check out the Catch Pro Aluminum Bagger and the Ballard Blades and X-Blade combination to dominate this fall. With over 20 years of selling accessories and 30 years in the business, we're sure we've got something you can't live without. Use coupon code FALLTOUR at ballard com to save 10% off anything on the website during the month of October. That's ballard-inc.com, promo code FALLTOUR, and the link will be in the show description. Hey friends, Paul here, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Jobber. From the quote request to the moment you are paid, Jobber brings everything together to make the entire job and customer experience seamless. One of my favorite features of Jobber is the ability to store my customer's card on file. Jobber makes it easy to get paid through their invoicing and online payments. To get started, just head over to getjobber.com to start your free 14-day trial. Thank you to Jobber, Entrepreneur Academy, 
Ballard Products and Toro for sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast 2020 Fall Road Tour. All right, and we are back at It's His Turf headquarters here in Arkansas. Blake Hawthorne is uh, hosting us today at his awesome shop that has a Rocky-style gym and a whole bunch of trucks, boats, equipment, you know, my kind of folk down here in Arkansas. And uh, Kevin Frost is from Benton, Arkansas, and uh, he is sharing his story today on the podcast. So tell us a little bit more about the family, man. You got got a wife and a brand new little baby, I guess 16 months old now, but what's that been like as a business owner and, and welcoming your first child into the world? Uh, it's been a, it's been interesting to say the least. Uh, it's been a uh, change for me personally, um, internally, externally. I mean, it's just one. It made me want to make these transitions in my life, and 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 kind of be a better person, and physically be a better person. Try to lose some weight. Try to get mentally right. Um, one of the things Blake and I hold each other accountable for a lot is, you know, making time for our families, and you know, trying to like if we see the other one like doing something, like, hey, you hadn't been you haven't been hanging out with your wife enough. You need to go do that instead of going to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's been become that kind of friendship where we call each other out. That's and, good. It's like accountability. It's exactly. almost like training partners. Yep. Yeah. Not worried about hurting each other's feelings. You yeah. Know? So. That's and, good. And don't get me wrong. We've hurt each other's feelings. What's an example of when he says, Hey, you're going to do this. You need to be intentional with your wife. Can you give us a real life illustration? Um, one of the biggest ones is like, we were trying to, we were trying to like chase some different business ideas and I was like, Hey, we should do this. And it was like, he's like, dude, don't you already have enough going on? You're already mm-hmm. doing this. And he's like, we probably shouldn't take that and add that to your plate. And I'm like, you're right. You yeah. know, just like, okay. I think naturally as like entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, we're, we're constantly looking for other businesses. You know, we, we love lawn care. I mean, I know I'm talking about getting out of lawn care, but I do love the business. I love what I do. It's just physically, I just don't feel like I, 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 I can do this for the rest of my life. So that's where I've got to transition out of it. So I have chased other businesses and we've done, we have, we still have a business turf and tools together Mm -hmm. and uh, we've worked to grow that, but you know, trying to stay focused on that has been difficult along with our, our businesses. And now I've taken on trying to go to school and um, it, it almost gets too much on your plate. And that's where we really have to hold each other accountable that, you know, hey, you need to get focused on your wife or your daughter or your kids or whatever it may be. But it's it's been a good transition this year. And then tell us about the equipment. I know we we're talking off air a little bit. You had the ambition of growing Fall River, you know, to take over Benton. And now you have the to more serve you in a smaller capacity as you get the boat close to the dock with real estate and kind of navigating both. And then potentially if you're Donald Trump, real estate mogul, you know, <laughs> selling to the big Walmart guys, then you might just shut the lawn care company altogether. So how in the world do you navigate all the equipment when you're in such a fluctuating situation? Um, I think just, uh, <laughs> Y'all are throwing me off over there. Oh, sorry. Naylor, Naylor is like, I'm, I don't have a wife. But not, this is a bad illustration. But he'll always look at me, and it scares me like I'm doing something wrong. Like, you hit your mic, man. No, we're so with, animated with your hands. We're my, with, my wife tells it's, it's me it's I'm the, always animated with my hands. I'm knocking yeah. stuff over, and you're like hitting the mic. But I know married couples have that look. Again, we're not a married couple. But I'm thinking myself a whole year. But we're at Greg Chisholm's, and I mentioned something, and Naylor gave me like the most evil look. Like, don't even think. 
think about it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then afterwards, I was, yeah. you know, I was accurate. He's like, yeah, I was pivoting you out of that real fast. <laughs> and so yeah, anyway, he good, gave yeah. me the look again. Like, it's what the, the, it's the dad and man child over here. Oh my gosh. How about we just say the host and the producer? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the road tour producer and the host. Yeah. I got to say Naylor, Naylor's happily married. It was funny. At the hotel, we get there at 11.53 p.m. We're so tired. It took us like 15 minutes just to get the cart through the the doorway yeah. there that spun. Oh, gosh. And we you guys finally, have to see that video if you haven't seen it yet. We finally get it. to the room at past midnight. Everyone at the hotel is drunk. There's a wedding going on. And uh, we finally get there, and Naylor opens the door, and there's one king size bed. We both look at each other like, heck we no. need a new room. <laughs> we walk right down the lobby. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, got our double queen. So, <laughs> just to clarify, I'm looking for a beautiful wife. Naylor's happily married. So, so hit me with the question one more time. Okay, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, know, I don't oh, remember what the question oh, was. Fluctuating equipment, equipment. transition, you navigating like that, trans- staying profitable. I, I think, uh, you know, at first it's going to be a kind of a downsize. I know that I'm going to kind of label my customers as like ABC class customers and my C class customers, I'm going to start dropping and keep my AB. I'm going to, uh, buy a uh, letter that Paul has and I'm going to start raising my prices and, uh, do that next year. And hopefully, uh, the money that I'm giving up by getting rid of those C class, I can raise the prices over here and keep my money the same and work a little less. My goal is to work about three days a week in lawn care. Uh, there a lot of real estate's done on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Saturday, Sunday afternoon open type house. things. Exactly. Doing open houses, showing houses, uh, evening work. So that's kind of my goal right now is to keep lawn care around, do it kind of, I don't want to say part-time, but I guess it's kind of part-time, but uh, kind of hold it at that stage and focus on learning the lawn care or the Real estate and uh, following a lot of shadowing other real estate agents, learning as much as I can with that on that Thursday and Friday. And then um, if it gets to that point where, you know, the real estate starts to take off and I can see financially we're going to benefit from me getting rid of lawn care and going full real estate, then that's what I'll do, you know, at that point. And then it's a, that choice of, do I want to try to sell Fall River or do I want to just kind of shut it down and sell the equipment? Uh, I've already had a couple guys kind of talk to me a little bit about the company. Um, I'm not really itching to sell right now. So I, I've been kind of holding my price where I want it and uh, haven't been haven't been fluctuating on that. Yeah. Well, when you do sell it, if you'd sell it, I'd love to interview about that process because I feel like nine out of 10 conversations I have it always goes bad. Like I've never had someone talk about the awesome, you know, sale. It seems like there's always a horror story with it, you know, or, you know, I'm going to get 20 yards and I only get eight or, uh, Nick Nick Carlson shared on here. He left $80,000 on the table because of something in the fine print print of selling his $80,000 something. Yeah. Cause he was in a rush to sell it and move on. And he just didn't read every line on that contract and he missed one thing. So I'm yet to hear someone buy or sell and it was successful. Um, you were talking about Matt LaMarche earlier, and that's mm-hmm. somebody I've already been on the phone with, especially mm-hmm. whenever a couple of these guys started coming to me and going, hey, are you interested in selling and all this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I need to talk to somebody that's done this before. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hopped on the phone with him and we spent like an hour on the phone of him going through everything he did and how he might do little things different. And yeah. Well, and, some and one thing that you have in your favor and let's Le- Le- smash it. I don't want any, I, you gotta be oh, careful. Here we go. More drama. Come on. But Matt named his company LaMarche Landscaping and yours is more a generalized name. So <laughs> he's never going to listen to this. <laughs> No one tag him, but, oh, Marty might have to edit this out. But Fall River is, is generalized, so you can sell it to someone in the community. Yeah. Whereas LaMarche Landscaping, and then Mario buys it, and then, you know, the lady's like, well, where's Matt? You know, and, right. and Mario or whoever is like, oh, well, I bought it, and then you you lose customers that way. So, And that's one feeling I've had since the beginning is the fact that, you know, I always knew that if I grew this company big enough and it became a big enough value for someone to buy, I mean, somebody comes with me, ready to write a check and mm-hmm. it's the right amount I'm going to sell, you know, and mm-hmm. it not being Kevin's lawn care, exactly. I think it's a good thing. And you got clean cut, you right. know, which is, is the name of your business and, you know, it's his turf. So, so right. guys that are in year one or thinking about starting, there's cons to naming it your last name. Uh, so or just, your first name, like Rick's mowing. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite dropping. <laughs> hey, speaking wait, of- Wait, wait, time out. <laughs> well, I, hold on. All right. I need, I need to redeem myself and you okay. right we'll, now. We'll, we'll do that coming right oh, up. Okay. Let's call it a tease. <laughs> My segues are getting better. Yeah, they? they are. Go ahead. Paul, your transitions might be getting better, but I understand that some things never change, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the snafu, the kerfuffle- the blooper, the bungle, whatever you want to call it, that took place when you were at Toro. Now, folks, this had nothing at all to do with Toro. They're one of our fine sponsors, but it had everything to do with Paul. What happened? What exactly happened? And Paul, remember, you're under oath. Now, there's your tease. We'll let you in on everything later in the week. For those of you guys interested in breaking into the snow removal game, this one's for you. Now available exclusively at thelawntrepreneuracademy.com. We've got you covered with the How to Get Started Plowing Snow training program. This powerful resource is there to help you guys learn the basics to plowing snow, what to charge, major pitfalls and mistakes to avoid, and so much more. Hands down, one of the most anticipated and helpful training programs we have available. We'll get you up to speed on how to crush it with your snow removal business in no time. Check out the training program today at LawnTrepreneurAcademy.com because before you know it, we'll be out there plowing that snow and making that dough. Are you ready for GIE Plus Expo? Yes, GIE Plus Expo is coming to you now. It's GIEExpo2Go.com, your new online connection to hundreds of new products, industry resources, and solutions to help you grow your business. GIE Expo to Go is packed with your favorite exhibitors' latest innovations, demo videos, event links, and more. Plus, you can set up your own My2Go show planner to gain exclusive access to show specials and discounts. Yes, Jet, it's all free. So what are you waiting for? Go to GIEExpo2Go.com. GIEExpo2Go.com and start exploring today. The Green Industry Podcast Fall Road Tour continues. Once again, Paul Jameson and Naylor Taliaferro. 
All right, the adventures in Arkansas continue. We're getting ready to get some hibachi. I'm so pumped up. If Blake Sky can get us through the back door, it should be awesome. Kevin Fall River telling us his big transition story in his lawn care uh, business at the moment uh, here at the It's His Turf headquarters in Hot Springs, Arkansas. But we've wanted to give Naylor an opportunity for a while to redeem himself with Matt LaMarche. So this is your hour for redemption. If you don't know the story, Naylor called Matt LaMarche lucky on my show. That didn't go over so well, and uh, there's a whole drama. And, hey, uh, but that's the reason I met Matt, so thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, you know, so out of that drama, some good did come. And, Absolutely. you know, Matt and I are good friends, and I did hurt his feelings, and I apologize. I was not trying to, you know, I, I was not trying. I, I should have not used him in that example. Like I was just trying to make a point and I shouldn't have brought him into that. And, and yeah, I was not trying to be disrespectful in any way, but without rehashing that you guys can go check out episode, whatever that is um, in the past <laughs> of Paul's episode. But what I want to say about what Paul just said about LaMarche landscaping, the, the reason, so what you're saying is a, is a valid point of, you know, naming a more generic uh, name for your business versus like your actual name because yeah if you're going to sell it and whatnot you know somebody might not want someone else's name on their new business but the reason why LaMarche did it is because he wanted to redeem his name like there was some Mm -hmm. business failures in the past at landscaping and he wanted to have a successful landscaping business which he accomplished with LaMarche landscaping so just wanted to yeah and i don't want to take this is kevin's time to shine so i don't want to go on my whole rant there's pros and cons of having it as your name and there's definitely one of the pros is in the sale if it's more of a generalized name then you can probably get more top dollar for it. Absolutely. So, anyway, I could go deep onto that. LaMarche, I love you, brother. We all do. We all do. <laughs> We're talking at lunch. What a great businessman you are. Absolutely. And, and especially you're crushing it in real estate. And we'll have Matt on the show again um, someday for sure. So back to your story, man, and uh, just kind of sharing this uh, transition. What's the next season look like for you? What excites you about the future? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is like, it almost has that feeling of starting another business and learning something new. I I constantly like to learn new things and find out about things. And, um, as an entrepreneur, starting other businesses that excites me. So jumping into that, into the unknown and and trying to do that, I think is going to be a fun transition. What's been the biggest mistake you've made in your lawn care business since you've learned from that? Oh, the biggest mistake I, I've made is the first couple of years thinking that I, I I didn't need other people. I didn't need help. You know, I could figure it out on my own and I could get through it on my own. And realizing that um, people around me, even close by like Blake, you know, they're, they're there to help you. They're not there to steal anything from you or take your clients or anything like that. So I think, I think reaching out for help earlier would have been better. Yeah. I think that's, that's good. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> we're all, we're all kind of, y'all both got like <laughs> looked well, at each other well, like, well, you're well, supposed to say something. <laughs> what? No, we're listening. all, I think we're all getting ready for, uh, for some hibachi. Yeah. For some hibachi. 
Thank you for having us for your to your awesome complex, Blake. This place is absolutely awesome, man. It's it's. A, I guess we missed. Does everyone come home and park their stuff or what? We missed that. I think so. I think that was what we heard back there. So I think everybody's kind of come home and or come back to the shop and gone home. So yeah, it's a pretty. You, you'll see after this. Just this is why I liked this spot because you can just look right over and see. And then I have it. I recorded it, but I watched them come in from different angles and all that. But it's it's a sweet setup right now. But. Uh, did, did we did we talk that you know I had to step out to, to film some of that? Did we miss the whole, or did you guys talk about the whole dad thing and having having a child? A little bit. That? You talked about it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did talk about that that's a little good. bit. Just wanted to make sure we covered yeah. that because that's a big exciting thing. Oh know? yeah, so. it, it was a it was a huge transition to to you know a lot of guys don't know I'm 40 years old. You know <laughs> you don't look a day old. How, how old do you think Naylor is? Take a guess. Oh gosh, why why are you gonna do this? Because no one can so. get it right. Nobody can get it right. Okay. That, that's already setting him up now. Right. You already gave um, him an ad, advantage. 37. <laughs> but you're right, though. He can't get No one gets it right. My wife says you should do those carnival things or like a, a, a uh, guess you know, your fair, age. Yeah, guess your age because I'll probably always win. I think yeah, all those sure. things are rigged. So I'm 42. <laughs> Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. No, I was, I was trying was to holding. think. So. He's like waiting. Like, are you going to answer? Like, how yeah. old you actually? And I was are? trying to look at your beard, like, see how much gray you had coming yeah, in. And I, I just was like, shaved, okay, you know, so and, and so I was thinking, not coming in. I was yet. trying to compare it to like my guys. Like, okay, who does he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm 42. Yeah, my I definitely have a lot of grays on my facial hair. But That's yeah, having a kid really... at 40 that was scary. Hey, yeah, try man. having four before 30. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, you know, my wife always says either have them young and then kind of like, you know, like travel the world after, you know, when they're growing up and you're not like, you know, you're, you're whatever, or you do all that before and then you have kids. So hopefully you did all that before, Kevin. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy everything. And I, I'm, I'm assuming when you briefly talked about it earlier on this episode that that was part of your reason for trying to transition yeah. a little bit downsize realize like kind of refocus what, what are my priorities for my business and my life and my family yeah. i so think i i i, I feel like factor. i hope you guys have kids or you too have kids yeah but uh i mean i i think it's just uh, that spot in your life whenever you created this child and she's there he or she is there in mm -hmm. front of you and you realize you're living for somebody else right now you know yeah. she's more important than i am and making sure she has what she needs you know right, in front right. of her and that's what's important to me and I'll, I'll do whatever it takes if if I have to be in lawn care the rest of my life that's what I'll do but yeah hopefully I can go in a different route and something that's a little less physical on my body a little less hard on me and and still be able to provide for my family and uh, us be able to go and do things and spend time together. That's what's important to me. Yeah. I think that's key right there on what, what you said, because going back to what Blake's ups and downs with all that, it's like, you'll do whatever it takes, but there has to be a point where you realize there's got to be a line. You got to draw a line in the sand and, and not be working Saturday and Sunday every weekend to do, yeah. to do what it takes because you kind of get tricked in that whole hustle and grind mentality yeah. and you really actually forget what you're even doing, you know? Right. So you're doing it for this reason, but you're still not there for that reason. Exactly. Yeah. So. Having, having that goal of time freedom, that, that, that's what's important to me. You know, eventually I'd like to get into investing in real estate and buying rental properties and having those rental properties pay me every month while someone else lives in it. And, you know, you're just getting a check, yeah, you know, right. if we can get to that point and have that, that income coming in, the, that it's a passive income for the most part, 
you know, that, that would be amazing. I would love for my wife to be able to come home from work and spend more time with our child and not have to work the way she has. She supported me so much through this journey. I mean, our first year of me being in, uh, or owning fall river, I mean, she paid our bills, you know, she made Mm -hmm. sure there was food on the table and that's hard to admit it as a guy, you know, we're supposed to be the breadwinners. We're supposed to be the ones. And I wasn't the one for that first year because our goal was to pay off that debt of, the business so she she took over and stepped up and she took care of me she's my sugar mama (laughs) (laughs) well i i can relate because i had a similar a similar thing too i I, when i started out you know i went from retail management to lawn care and there was no way that i was able to immediately uh you know get make up that same income that i was making a retail management my first year in lawn care so my wife had a good full-time job at that time too and all the money that we made i was able to help supplement for our bills but the all of it just went back into the business to reinvest yeah. to pay off the my short my small loans for a trailer and a commercial mower and all that so i could be debt free the next year and keep chipping away at it but so fast forward to now 7 years later and now my wife is working for me you know yeah. but i'm in that situation where i can relate to both of you, uh, but Blake specifically where you're like working on the weekends or working Saturdays and you're like, I, but I'm working, I got to do this in your family's home. And I'm in that transition stage where I have one crew like maxed out without a crew leader. That's me. So I'm just like in the thick of it, in the truck all day, every day with these guys trying to get everything done and not stopping the growth, but trying to control it a little bit. You know, it's, I, I'm in that real like growth pain spot right now. And I'm just trying to, you know, I just need to find a good crew leader would probably be the next best step, which, you know, I'm, I'm always in that process, but we know that's easier said than done. It's easier right. to find part-timers than it is to find a full-time guy. So I got good part-timers now and I need somebody to just get in the truck and run this stuff so I can kind of free up some of my time and focus on family and customer service and getting more jobs and then starting a second crew. You know? right. Yeah, that's something me and Kevin talked about a lot. And I think that's one thing that may have kind of led him in this direction is, you know, we were talking about employees in general. And that's one thing guys ask me, like, how do you find employees? I've had over 400 employees. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, how do you find the right ones? Like, it takes sacrifice. Like, when you find a good guy that's worth keeping, it means money coming out of your pocket to keep him there. And it means you're doing whatever you can do to keep him a paycheck coming 12 months out of the year so that he doesn't go somewhere else. Like it, it takes that sacrifice and it's not easy. What do you guys do in the winter in Arkansas to keep, do you have enough? Luckily we don't have snow. (laughs) Luckily, (laughs) No snow. Yeah. So, I mean, I say luckily, I mean, those guys make a lot of money up north. And so, but luckily we don't have it. I would rather either have it or not have it instead of like hit or miss, you know? Oh, I gotcha. And so like we tried it, we took on some accounts two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we're just going to try it. Like guys are doing it. These guys want to bid, we'll do it. And it was like no, we're not doing this. Like where we're at, it's not ideal for it. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is, uh, we push, you know, uh, 12 month contracts. And so we have, you know, 12 months worth of work. And so it's levelized billing for the customers. Mm -hmm. And that's something we did to really help, you know, his company grow and, you know, increase some income in the winter, um, right off the bat when we started the playbook. But then the other part was, uh, pushing hardscapes and landscape renovations. And so as we're booked through the season, we're already scheduling out October, November, December, you know, January. And once we get past January, cause our slowest time of the year is just after Christmas. Like, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. everybody wants that, that rush for Thanksgiving, that rush for Christmas. And then it's like Christmas happens and everybody forgets about their yard guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the phone doesn't ring. It's just like silence. 
months. Yeah, January is uh, slow. Yep. And then finally it starts ringing again come spring. And so we really try to push hard for that January work. I mean, I've already booked three jobs for January. And so it's so we don't have that transition mm-hmm. and uh, keep the guys busy. And, you know, luckily we've, I mean, the profit I told you guys about, you know, in the podcast earlier was, you know, luckily that's all happened so far already mm-hmm. this year. Awesome. And, what we have to look forward to is probably going to be breaking even or, you know, a little bit of profit that, you know, but I don't have to make a whole lot in these months because I'm going to make my biggest part in the eight months of the growing season. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys kind of hosting us here in Arkansas. I'm excited for some dinner at this hibachi. Do we have a confirmation that we're going to get in the back door or what? I'm going to make a phone call. I haven't got a text <laughs> message back, so we're going to we're going to make a phone call and get a hold of him. Right, yes I'm not or no. sitting outside in this cold weather, man. It's it's cold. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be cold tonight. You wanted yeah. to go fishing. I wanted to go fishing. Yeah. So now, if it was the summer, I'd go. But it's going to be 30 degrees out there tonight. <laughs> it will not be 30. It'll probably be 43. It'll but feel like. On the I said, I'll go to my hotel and edit vlogs, man. <laughs> I don't deny nor confirm. <laughs> so. Yeah. We're not used to this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not, not this cold in Virginia right now either. Although my wife says it's supposed to be warmer here than in Virginia. Cause we're getting a cold front for the weekend, but yeah. it's not typically this you know. cold at this early. Usually mm-hmm. we're mowing all the way till cold front till Thanksgiving. By. And I have a feeling we're going to be done mowing. We're going to have leaves on the ground by Halloween. I felt that way in the past, but then it just goes back to normal. Like, we'll get this cold snap, and I'm like, oh, that's the end of the season, you know, and then all of a sudden it warms up a little bit longer, and and we end up doing what we normally do. So let's not not get too tricked. (laughs) But I think there's a cold front sweeping across all of us right now. So Yeah. But, so, you know, this Georgia boy never gets those cold fronts down No, there. and when I came to Virginia, it was in the hot. Pool and <laughs> it was, yeah, I was at oh, the yeah, pool the day was... before I left for tour. But when I came to Virginia that day, man, Seth yeah, the lawn was... surgeon, the poor guy gets out of his truck. He's got that a towel was, like he's yeah. a preacher. He's like, that was <laughs> July. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was July when you came. Was that was hot. the hottest July on record for Virginia. And, of course, you start the tour there. Like, yeah. hey, guys, and you're melting in my driveway. Yeah, because I'm like, what's up? You ever watch that preacher, this guy who gets handkerchief off? We're He's got a white shirt and a white sweatshirt and with yeah, his hoodie. You know, I'm like, what are you? <laughs> uh, we, you guys are this this uh, these road tours are so much fun, man. Yeah. Uh, how can people connect with both of y'all? Give give them all your information. Uh, for me, it's uh, Fall River LC on uh, Instagram, Fall River on YouTube. Uh, I've been trying to get back into uh, doing some more YouTube videos. Naylor's got a new camera that now I have to spend money. Thank you, Naylor. <laughs> You're welcome. But, uh, I'm get, I want to get one, uh, too. Hopefully, hopefully I can get Same. that and try and kind of jump back into uh, doing some more vlogs and stuff and get back into YouTube. But I am pretty active on uh, Instagram, so if you want to contact me on there, DM me. It's the best way to get me. Uh, I'll answer you on Instagram before I'll ever see the email, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, over here it's uh, it's his turf, and so you can get us on Instagram or YouTube, and kind of same thing. DM's kind of the best way, but you know, try any means necessary. <laughs> awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to the show. Again, if this is your first time listening to the show, I have a rate increase letter that I'm passionate about because I'm just astounded when I hear these stories. I'm of, buying it. I'm buying it. <laughs> companies. And the, the reason I had it is because my mentor taught me that their business does this every single year. It's like inflation's three to 4%. So we're going to raise our rate three, four, 5%. And then every single year, what happens is you're doing a yard for 40 Next year, you tell your customer it's 42. They're going to say, okay. Then the next year, they're going to expect it's going to be 44. Next year, 46. Next year, 48. Five years go by. Now it's $50. And like, they didn't even notice it. 
and they expect it. And, and then we always just stay ahead of the game. And so anyway, guys, Marty will tell you more about that letter, but um, it will definitely help. I promise you it will help you grow your business. If next year, your do- instead of doing the account for 50, it's 53, or instead of 60, it's 60, whatever, and you're always staying ahead of the game. So Mr. Producer will tell you about that, and let's go try to get that sh- into that hibachi, man. All right, let's do it. All right. Well, you jokers just certainly enjoy that hibachi that uh, you've been drooling over for the last half hour or so. Martha says she's making something called uh, Lean Cuisine. So that's that's what's on tap here for my dinner tonight. Now, you heard Paul talking about the necessity of raising your prices. The actual rate increase letter that he uses in his business is available to you guys at greenindustrypodcast.com. It's only $25. Who wouldn't spend 25 bucks to add hundreds of dollars to their bottom line? Get that letter right now at greenindustrypodcast.com. The link, of course, is at the top of the page. By the way, our team already putting together a winter beach tour. And if you're interested in partnering with us, just go to the webpage, click that contact link, or of course, DM Paul. And look for another great episode headed your way tomorrow. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to Ballard Products, Entrepreneur Academy, Jobber, and Toro for powering our Midwest Fall Tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we have provided the links in today's show notes. And remember, use the promo code FALLTOUR when checking out at ballard-inc.com to save 10% and use the promo code PODCAST for 10% off at lawentrepreneuracademy.com. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media production. At Jameson Media, we provide voiceovers, commercial spot production, plus podcast editing and consulting. Hi, I'm Mr. Producer. If you need audio production for your business or podcast, send an email to greenindustrypodcast at gmail.com. Greenindustrypodcast at gmail.com. Paul and I have over 40 years of combined experience in the audio industry and would love to help you stand out with excellence. Contact us today and put Jameson Media to work for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.